I'm the pine. And I'm the water. And you're listening to A Cup of Tea. A podcast about exploring life through each other's eyes. While sharing a cup of tea with you. Mm. Like every week. <laughs> Today's tea is a special tea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a specialty. Cute. Yeah. Maybe. It's a specialty. Yes. Um, it is sponsored by Canada. But not really, but kind of. In the same way that our tea is always sponsored by the water. I got this tea last time I was in Canada, which was like two years ago because hashtag pandemic. Um, and it's, um, it's a it? ice wine tea. Yeah. I was going to say grape related. <laughs> grape related. Uh, yes, it is ice wine tea. Which I didn't know was a thing. I didn't know either until you just gave it to me. But it's really good. You should try it. Yeah. It is. It's weird. It is really weird. But it's, it's good. Weird in a nice way. Yeah. We're drinking it cold. Instance. Yes. I wonder what it tastes like hot. Did we try it hot? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. I don't know. We can give it another try later. We'll see. We will see about that. Yes. No, you have to say about that. We will see. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, which brings us to yeah. Why is this a specialty? Because you're going to Canada. I am forever <laughs> in literally a couple of days. T minus forty eight hours. No, That's not forty eight hours. It's no. uh, like seventy two hours. I live here. Like I, I live Queretaro. Like. I think my boss is at one in the morning, Oof. which I'm like, no, thank you. But on Monday. Yeah, of course yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Monday, 1 a.m. Yeah. Is there an English word for madrugada? I'm always thinking about dawn that. Dawn is the only one that... But it's not really. Kind of resembles it. Yeah, no, Because really. dawn specifically it is was, about the, the sun coming. That's a whole thing that I was... I think, I, I think we discussed that on the night owl... We did thing, yeah. Because I was, we were say, saying something about the, yeah, you know, like we don't have one for evening in Spanish. Cause we just have tarde, like yeah, afternoon. and noche, tarde, noche, and there's a tarde noche, but evening yeah, has another meaning, kind of. You don't think tarde noche covers it? You think it's different? Yeah, because I think evening comprises the the entire. Like, the entire night while you're doing something, kind of. Which means that you still have an evening at 11, I don't know. No! Depending on what you're doing. <laughs> you don't have an evening at 11. That's completely night. Like, evening, I can think of it, like, <laughs> from 5 to, like, from five? 9? That's, like, afternoon-ish. Is it not? I mean, it could be, but I can think of evening. Nine. Maybe seven. How about seven? Like seven to nine. From seven. From sun setting to like. But not 11. The thing is, if you think about it, I just, maybe it's just me and I'm insane. And you can tell me if you're listening to this and I'm insane. But I, I can think of like, you know, in the north where the sun comes down or, um, what I can't think I can't speak, but you know when in winter or in summer the sun sets at different times. Right. So in the summer the sun sets like I don't know at ten or right something ridiculous like that, which is why I think the evening can be up to like ten or eleven. I mean yes, it does. I I see that. I can I can agree that it's very dependent on the sun. Interesting. Thank you. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, back to our topic of conversation. Going to Canada. It has been wild, kind of. It um, was, okay, I, I want to let you speak for, <laughs> I think you're going to speak for the majority of the podcast. I don't know. I'm but I was, okay, so we finished recording Pockets mm. a couple days ago. Yes. And after you left... We were at your house, and you left, and it was just me and Paolo. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about Canada and stuff. 
Um, and he said, oh, I don't know, I think, I think it was on the pocket about your relationship mm-hmm. that the time when you told him that you were going to Canada and that was a few months back and that it yeah. was a whole thing. Because, and when he said that, I remembered when you told me you were going to Canada. Well. I was a little scared to tell you because <laughs> I kind of, we were just beginning to get into all of the pockets, um, endeavor and here i was coming in being like so i'm migrating yeah and we're attempting to do this big ass thing and i was afraid you were just like gonna throw everything out out the window kind of thing but you didn't and i was like oh yes we can do this to be honest also i was very skeptical of the whole going to canada (laughs) i was very skeptical for maybe the first two months yeah and I even, I don't think I think everybody right was. Away, but, like, I would talk to some of our friends. And, I, like, I remember telling one of our friends. And he was like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Breather. Really? Yeah. He was like, yeah, no, she's totally getting scammed. <laughs> well, apparently, I am not. It was, it was really funny. Um, and and then it, it became true. And it became more, like... It's tangible. Yeah, definitely. So the the tangibility of it is what made it seem less sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Less less le- less not likely to happen. <laughs> right, but once for you it was a little like more of a real thing. What was the experience? This feels very pockety, this question. Yeah. What was the experience of wanting the Pine and Water Company to go on and do the Canada thing and move and migrate the whole company. Well, you know, it took me back to a couple of years back when I was so obsessed with going away and doing everything in my power to do it and trying different ways and none of it worked. Mm. And that's why I was so skeptical at first. I was like, ha, ha. You know, but then I, thought, I mean, my mom has magical ways of making things happen for her. It's scary, magical thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like, like me and Davis, my niece, were both like, she's a witch. She just like conjures things, <laughs> and they happen. Like she managed to move her quote unquote entire Very family, family yeah. jigs, um, to migrate to move to Canada in like. A few months. That's wild, yeah. I know! <laughs> it is wild that she could do that, considering how... Like, I saw, for example, what my one of my cousins, she tried to go to Canada for a while, right. and, and she had such a terrible experience. Like, she was miserable, I think, and... I mean, she, she learned to get scammed. Yeah, she learned a lot of stuff, and she... It was a whole thing. It was a whole experience. Not for me to talk about it, but... Uh, to think that she went through all of that and then your mom just magically made it all happen. She's a witch. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It is. And and also, I guess, um, it's a cool thing that you're going away because it's something that you wanted to do for such a long time and that your mom could help you to do it. Right. It's pretty cool. And I guess um, the the moment where I where it started to be like a real thing, and I did start to panic about all the stuff that we had to do. Yes, that, there was, that was there was a panic moment. Yeah, where and we mentioned that on the on the pocket episode of the pockets experience, where mm-hmm. the like the couple of weeks that we tried to do as many pockets as we could in a week. Insane. And plus a cup of tea at the same time. Yeah. So it was four days of recording. Um, and that was insane. Uh, but then it, it it turned into this thing of like, because of all the stuff that I had been looking at before when I wanted to go and everything, I was like, all right, well, there's this good chance of going to Canada with their entrepreneurship program. And mm-hmm. then you can do stuff there if you have a company and whatever and 
I also had been getting my dance teacher was giving me like advice. Kind yeah, of. That was and nice. she said, you know, Calgary is trying to become the new Vancouver. That's <laughs> adorable. No Calgary. Um, so you could go there if you wanted to. Um, and so it started to make me think of okay. So I have people in Vancouver. I have people in Calgary. I think I have a friend from Sweden in Toronto, but I don't think that he's like he's not that good of a friend, you know. <laughs> but it sort of made me think of all these people that could help me get there as well. And if you're already going, then that's right. cool too. And um, also, my dad has been wanting me and my brother to move away from leave the, the nest. Yeah, well, it's a little. It's more political than that. Political but how? He's just so convinced that the country is um, going yeah. to hell. My mom that is very sort of scared, kind of yeah. in a sense, of like who knows what's going to be of Mexico in a few years, in yeah. the next couple of years, that she is also very like, go away. Yeah, so, and, and that breaks my heart a little bit, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, when when he first told me about this a couple years ago, I was like, well, what if I don't want to go, you know? Because exactly, I mean, I don't want to turn this episode into a political thing, but uh, he was saying, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, and I think you have far greater opportunities somewhere else that's not here. To which I responded, yeah, but you know, why should I go when, because of all these great opportunities that I have and all the privilege and everything, then I could probably stay here and do great things here as well for the country, for like as much as I could do, right? I don't know. But, um, so it's an interesting point of, of, yeah. Like, I don't know that the country will be doomed necessarily. Hopefully not. So. Mexico is very beautiful. Um, but, yeah, you know, so there, there, there's also the fact that even though I would like to stay here and do things to, like, build my community and my country and whatever, mm-hmm. um, I also feel oddly out of place here. So, yeah, you know what, like, um, something that I kind of admire to a point, there's, there's like, some streams where I'm like, uh, mm, I don't know about that, um, the certain pride mm-hmm. that the U.S. has, um, which, again, I, I feel like there's a lot of moments where it goes too far. Yeah. And there's, like, why? Because I'm very into this almost utopical sort of mindset of, like, not, like, don't worry too much about your country and focus more like your planet we're all in the same mm-hmm. ship you yeah. know kind of thing but i i do think that a lot of greatness in the u.s comes from pride in the u.s yeah. and mm, so, in mexico it's oh, like yes to a yeah, fault, but <laughs> i think that mexico could like rise up a little bit more in that <laughs> pride yeah, because I feel a lot of times, and this is my experience, right? I'm, I hopefully I'm not. I don't want to generalize it, but yeah. in my experience, we are not very proud of Mexico. No, um, I think yeah, it has so. to be like September 16, like our independence and stuff. Yeah, where it's like, oh yeah, Mexico is a shit, or like when when foreigners come and they're like wow Mexico is amazing and then we're like oh yeah Mexico is amazing you know um but I do think we could have a little more more pride and and have that pride push us into making Mexico better but like that was kind of like a side note and I was trying to get to the fact that lately this past few days that I'm like almost out the door yeah I've been thinking of myself as an immigrant and it's been so odd because I had never thought of myself as an immigrant. And this whole talk that we've been having the past few months, especially with my mom and with people and where it's very like, oh, yes, you're going to have better opportunities there and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing, like the dream kind of thing, the immigrant dream. Um, 
And it's so odd. Like I had never thought of myself in that way. And I'm like, that is literally what we are doing. We're going to a better, a quote unquote, better country with, well, better opportunities, let's say. Um, yeah. To try to be better than what we could be here or stuff like that. And I don't know, like, it's just been odd for me to think of myself in that sense, you know? That's funny. Yeah. Immigrants. We get the job done. <laughs> um, wow, I had not thought of that. At right? All. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was sort of thinking of the feeling out of place thing that I just said and how when I think about, um, it's like, for example, how we talk about that the fact that if, if like the two of us and we're talking in English and we're doing mm -hmm. this because it feels more and it may be stupid for somebody else or it may not make sense. Um, I'm convinced people, there's a psychological there's comfort some... for us. Yeah. In speaking in English. There is. Which is part of the whole, you know, I, I mean, I like my country and I like all the stuff that's in it. Well, some of it. Some of it. Um, And, and so that takes me a little bit to the being proud of being Mexican. And for example, I love, and I know that this has been very controversial, mainly because of ignorance, I think. Uh, the Mexico is the shit yeah. stuff. Yeah. I love that. Of course. Yeah. Mexico is the shit. Yeah. Um, and there's not that sense of pride. I think there's, it's, it's, um, curtailed by mediocrity and by wanting to if you're if you cannot rise up yourself you bring everybody else down mm -hmm. and that sort of thing that seems to be lingering in the air especially I think with today's current political climate um and because for example I saw a video the other day where one of the secretaries I think that he's I'm I don't want to say something that's wrong but he is Uh, Baco Taibodos, you know who I'm talking about? Mm -mm. I don't forget his name, but he works at the culture ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was saying that about the political, the electrical energy right, reform thingy. He was like, Yeah, we're gonna fuck them up, we're gonna fuck them over, you know, like screw them over. And I was like, Seriously, that's the thinking behind your actions. I'm going to screw you over. Mm -hmm. How do you want to build something with that attitude, you know? So, yes, of course, there's flaw. In, I think flaw we're a very thinking. lost country. I think so, too. And I, I, that makes me really sad. I don't know that, I think there's a lot thoughts that pop into my head regarding that because of how like how much we are there's I think there's a lot of hope I see mm -hmm. a lot of hope in a lot of places like especially here in this state I think mm -hmm. or at least in the city there's I know a lot of people that are entrepreneurs and that are building their businesses and they're trying to do good stuff for the community and trying to make the city a cooler place, a nicer place, like opening up culture centers. And uh, like there's this lady who owns a, like the bar place that I take my bar classes at. She's like a super awesome, cool entrepreneur lady who has a lot of businessy stuff and she's doing nice things. And there's also this guy who runs a, cultural center downtown who's trying to make it more like lgbtq open mm. um there's a bunch of people that are trying to do a lot of cool stuff in general so that's that's a cool thing but on the other hand there's i see also like i, I i've met so many people that are so nasty mm -hmm. like to themselves to each other They are trying to bring everybody else down. And, and that's what is... And, and because I think that is the main thing I see 
in the government today mm-hmm. where the other day the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard a president say or any political figure say is you you don't get kidnapped if you're poor so we're gonna make everybody in the country poor so that they don't get kidnapped what I don't what are you kidding me like seriously that's your mindset that's your goal that is insane so so that is just like oh bewildering to me that that's like what the fuck yeah you know i agree so that of course makes me want to go to a place where like oh no you know what grow like get better opportunities for developing your career in whatever way you want and you know what we have free quote unquote uh healthcare it doesn't matter if you get sick or if you have to go to hospital or whatever um and the education like basic education level is probably higher than here mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't have kids or anything but, <laughs> um no. and it's just a kinder maybe place mm-hmm. and all of this is making me think of like projects that we could do later on on mexico which makes me very excited mm-hmm. but we'll 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 talk about that later yeah so yeah it's 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 a whole thing well i think we got into all of this from the I mean, there was the immigrant thing that I was talking about yeah. and you feeling out of place. Which is that, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so I feel out of place here because I feel like all these things that I want to do and that I want to, uh, that I'm like striving, like working for, I don't see them fitting in here, kind of. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to go to a place where I can make that happen more easily or where I can see that actually taking shape and making sense, you know? Uh And thinking about it as an immigrant, I guess my closest experience would be the going away as an exchange student. Where yeah, I, that's, that's like my thought. Even when I lived at the preserve, I didn't think of myself as an immigrant. Uh-huh. Because there wasn't this sort of background of thinking that it's like a better lifestyle and opportunities and growing and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and especially with the whole political atmosphere happening in Mexico where it's like, Let's go somewhere else because we don't know what's going down here. Yeah. Um, you know, it feels very sort of like, it's like, you know, I just, when you just made, when you were seeing this a couple of minutes ago, I was thinking of this, I, I didn't read it, but I found this article or I stumbled, stumbled upon it on how the, it was this lady that was saying, you know, when, when Trump was about to win the election, many Americans were saying if trump wins i'm gonna move yeah. to canada and not very many did that but she did and she's saying and canada is not as great as you might have think might have thought mm-hmm. um and i didn't go into reading the article because oh, you should like, have we could have used that i know maybe i'll use it for the next episode um i mean since moving to canada part two <laughs> that's happening yes uh so it kept it was just thinking you know i guess if just You know, assuming or, like, making a, a wild guess about what it was about, I think it's just you start noticing the bad things about the country where you just had it idealized before. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, every country has a bad thing, right? And especially once you are in it and you learn about the shortcomings and the right. and you compare it to another place, of course. Yeah. Sure. Something that... Um, that people receiving us in Canada and everything that they were telling us about like tips and stuff is that everything's very great, mm-hmm. you know, but there's this one thing that they're not very happy about, which is all of the, what's the word? It's not procedure, but like protocols, all the protocols of like making appointments and how an appointment takes like two months to, for it to happen. For what? Like in general. Like, even, like, a haircut appointment kind of thing. It's what they were saying. Oh, wow. And that it's insane. And I don't know if I told you the thing about the car 
where it's like if, if your car breaks down and you take them to this mechanic they don't even like check the car oh yeah and and it's just like buy a scan and the scan's like oh the motor so you better buy another car yeah. and then this guy who is mexican who's like helping my family he's a friend of the family's um and he's like no this is what's wrong with it like i know a little bit of the mechanics of the car so this is what's wrong with it it needs to this part needs to get changed and the mechanic was like no 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 I, like no that's the scan says that it's the motor or something. Yeah. Um, he's like, no, just change it and you'll see. And then they changed it and the car was good again. Yeah. So he, he was mentioning this as to, I don't know if to promote is the word, but there's that contrast of like how Mexicans are very, we're very kind of like practical. Yeah. Maybe to a fault where we don't really care a lot about protocols and there's a lot of like things going under the table kind of stuff but you know we make things happen kind of thing which makes me happy i appreciate it i i, I like not sticking to the rules too much yeah as we've mentioned in other episodes so like i don't know that's the one thing they had to say to us about like things they don't love about Canada. and you know there's this whole thing about um, food and how because we are like a, a, a central country, you know, like we're in the middle. Yeah. Um, by the equator, exactly. <laughs> um, we have great climate and climate and <laughs> diversity and stuff, and yeah. fruit is cheap and all of that kind of stuff. And we're moving to a cold country. Yes. Um, where fruit is expensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am, you have no idea how excited I am about all the vegan options I'm gonna have. <laughs> um, that is true. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Did I tell you? Did you know that um, Snoop Dogg opened a vegan Kentucky Fried Chicken, or like he partnered with Kentucky Fried Chicken to have vegan Kentucky Fried Chicken? How can you have vegan fried chicken? That makes no sense oh my god it's just like saying coconut milk of course it's made out of something else but it's you know pretending to be kentucky fried chicken so are you gonna cover a block of tofu and like bread i don't i'm not actually sure kentucky fried tofu. what they use i don't know if it's like tofu or soy i mean which is kind of the same thing um or some sort of beyond kind of meat mm, what if it's a beyond something I, i've been more likely to buy something like that they're doing something but I'm just so excited. I can't wait. I no. What I was I, my immediate thought then was it's so ironic that being a cold country, they have so many like organic and vegan and whatever shit. When when that the veggie part of eating is so expensive. Well, yeah. more expensive than it is here. Yeah, I agree. But you know what? It's um. Yeah, okay, so there's the whole, like, processed vegan products, which are also not great because they're so processed and that yeah. should not be the base of your vegan diet. Um, but I just think the there's Oreos. more awareness and more choices in, like, menus and restaurants and yeah. going out and stuff of having yeah. vegan dishes um, that are not necessarily made of beyond products or... What's the other one? Impossible. Impossible, exactly. Um... Yeah. And and we don't have that yet. We are a very meat-oriented country. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's so funny. Did you watch? I don't think you did. But remember that I was telling you about this interview of Lin-Manuel and Hermione. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. And Emma Watson. And they were talking about... Because um, Lynn Manuel was saying something, I don't know how they got the, here, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but he was saying that he grew up, I think, vegetarian or something. And not because of any, like, decision kind of. He just didn't like the taste or the texture of meat. Mm-hmm. And at some point in his teenage, teenage years, he started to like it. So he started eating meat. But he was saying, um, he was telling Emma about how his grandfather was, th- there was this sort of relation between him not eating meat and him not being a man, mm-hmm. like a manly man. Um, 
And, and it's like, I mean, he's not a family like, man. In a stereotypical like, way, yeah. sure. Um, you know, but this kind of like macho grandfather was thinking things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he started eating meat, now, now he's like, a man, man, a man. Um, and <laughs> I think something similar to that goes on here as well. You know, this sort of, this all very Latin American thing of like a very macho cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's related to that, but we're definitely a very meat eating mm-hmm. country. And even, you know, like our, how would you say garnaches? Junk? As street food? Yeah. Yeah. It's like jury junk food. Kind of. Yeah, for sure. Like, but all of that kind of food, not necessarily, I guess it is junk food, but like, you know, tacos and flautas and um, gorditas. gorditas, a bunch of stuff. It's all very meaty. Yeah. So I think a lot of it, we have all the fruit and diversity and choices to be a very vegetarian oriented um healthy country and we're just not yeah we're not we hopefully we will yeah um okay (laughs) now i have a question i think um you do do i do i was thinking of what we were seeing in the car yeah, I thought I, I was here. I also had it in mind, so they were, like we would circle back um, to it at some point. But first, I was like thinking, okay, yeah. Well, let's get to. I think that's a good segue into the whole sort of topic. Of I said, have you thought about how? I think the two of us in our respective families mm-hmm. are the most. Um, we're the travelers. There's, yeah, we we are the ones that. Enjoy traveling a lot. We really so do. I was telling this Pablo the other day. I don't know if you were there or it was at some other point where I was like, you have no idea how much I be I miss oh, being yes. at the airport. You said that in the pocket. Right? And I was like, like oh, so much. Going so to the much. airport. It's, it's awesome. It's lovely. Right? I, oh, I love it. So I love much. it. When I was at the preserve and, and they would send me back to Mexico and I would come back and forth every few months. Like, I yeah. love it. It is I, so much fun. I am the happiest person dragging my suitcase around an airport. Yeah. I love it. I mean, probably it's one of those things that if we did it too much, we yeah. would love it as much. Yeah. But we're in that sweet spot where we've yeah. done it enough that we love it. Yeah. It's 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 the beginning of an adventure or, or even the ending of one. Yeah. Which Definitely the beginning cool. is better. Yes, but still, going to an airport, yeah. and getting in the plane. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't so, wait. So that brings me to that question of, because of, I, okay, so I was thinking, I remember all these times where I have traveled with my brother or my grandma or my other grandma um, or more people, <laughs> right, right, in general, where because I tend to be the one that has traveled the most. Then I end up being the one that goes to the chicken counter and I do the bag thing and I do you feel do that it's stuff like that you sort of automatically do? Like you're very organized. We've we've yes. mentioned this, you know, that's the watery part of you. Um, you're very organized, so because you know what to do and what the next step is, do you just find yourself in this position or is there a point where like people look at you and expect you to know the answer? I think it's a little bit of both Mm. because for example if it's with like here at my grandma like the most recent example for example (laughs) the most recent example was that we went to Monterrey for my brother's graduation right and I booked the hotel and I booked the flights and I booked everything and so in that like starting with that my dad was the one who was like, oh, help me do this. Mm. Because you know where to, like, get the cheapest airplane or well, what, how to look for the hotel. And it's not that my dad doesn't know how to do it, right? But he has this idea that I know how to do it better. Which maybe I do, maybe I don't. You know what I think? Anybody can More grab a savvy. and just Google stuff. Yeah. But, um, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to the airport and I had all the tickets on my phone and I went to the counter thingy to go out a wheelchair to, and got a wheelchair for my grandma because we had requested that. Um, so I was like, because I did the first thing and I kept doing the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother likes to participate as well. So he's also very much like, oh, yeah, let's go check this out. You know, let's go do this. And let's go do that. Um, so there's a little bit of both of me. Hmm. Um, which gets me to my question. Right. Of, you know, and all these things that I was thinking about, you are in that position now where you, because you have not traveled, like, with your brother and your niece and nephew. It's not like you have taken your family Somewhere. Like, not that you have yeah, it, you know? know? But, I mean, the usually our travels as a family are road tripping. Yeah. And and going from Querétaro, which is in the middle of Mexico, to Sinaloa, which is um, somewhere eight up north. north. Yeah, eight hours north. north. Um, and in those cases, my mom yeah. is very on it. You know, she's the matriarch <laughs> of the family. Um and I was very little when all of this started. Uh, I was even I wasn't even existing when all of this started. When she would start traveling with my brothers, so then it moved up. And when it's other kinds of traveling, most of my travels I've done by myself. Exactly. So you know, um, when I went to the preserve for the first time to check it out and have my interview and all of that, my mom went with me, mm-hmm. and. In that case, she was very looking to me to do things, but that was because of the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't speak English. Which is another component of this whole thing now. As well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so right now that it's my brother, my nephew, my niece. I mean, they are... My brother is almost 40. My nephew is 17. He's about to be 18 next month. And my niece is 16. So... And they're not very fluent in English. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't I wonder if that wasn't the case, if they would be more proactive about it. Um but I don't know, maybe it's that kind of matriarch way that my mom my mom is passing on to me. <laughs> you know, this kind of yes, torch. You're the next matriarch. I am the next matriarch of the family. <laughs> which I kind of see happening. I could totally see it happening. You know what? And my mom has several times not like have a serious talk to me, but just mentioned that the state of her affairs and if something happens to her and if things yeah. like that, like I'm in charge. And I'm like, I'm the little one. What are you talking about? I mean, look at your brothers. Come on. <laughs> they don't have the best track record. Yeah. That is true. I mean, um, not to be mean. No, 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 no. Just, we, we say this with love. We all have the same mom, even though in a, in a, like in a psychological way, we've had different moms, but every sibling <laughs> has a different mom from their sibling um, and different parents. But anyways, yeah. so the thing is that they have a different dad than my dad. So, and what I mean by all of this um, rambling is that we had very different upbringings, even though we are the same family. Yeah. And there's my brother who's almost 40. And then I have my brother who is, I'm 26, he's 36. Um, and, and it's at least a 10 year difference. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I, very different. So it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes though, um, and especially this is one of my concerns moving to Canada as a family, migrating with my family. I am very used to doing things by myself and taking care of myself. And I'm very good at it. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to taking care of others, you're lousy at that. <laughs> I don't, I, I haven't had a lot of practice. I'm not, I'm not very good. It's not in me, kind of. I've been developing it, I will say. I have been working on it. Um, but baby steps, you know? And right now, it's like, 
baby steps, but now I have to run a marathon. Yes. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I would... It's just kind of funny that you're saying this, because, yeah, you're not the most um, nurturing person. It, no, I, I would say I'm more independent. Yeah, no. And the, the thing is, just now I felt myself being mean. <laughs> Or bitter, maybe. Bitter. Slightly bitter. and that. But the thing is, because I remember that that was an issue. <laughs> I knew you were going to think right? about Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah, there was this time a long time ago that we traveled and I was like, why are you not being like nice? The host. Yeah. Yes. And I had such an issue. Like, I didn't understand. Do you know what? Like, I, th- I thought about it lately. Um, because we've had this whole conversation about our friendship and whatever. Yeah. And I thought about that one. Um, and the thing is that I never, it was never, you know, our friends who are very hosty. Yeah. You know who I'm talking yes, about. I know okay. who you're talking they about. are super hosty and yeah. going to their house is one of like the nicest experiences, you yeah. know? And that was just never a thing in my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Plus growing up, I was a weird of, I, I, I hope you know this by now that I'm a weird person. Um, but I was one of those kids that I didn't like having people over. Hmm. And even when I would go over to other people's houses, um, like I'm not too fond of sleepovers. Mm -hmm. So at at 8 a.m. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I want to go back to my house, (laughs) you know? So it was just never very like having people over at my house and, my mom being our old hosty. My mom is a very nice host, you know, and she takes care of people and she's very serving yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but because my journey was very about just doing my own thing mm-hmm. always, that, that was just never a thing. And when the whole being a host in our vacation thing came up, I just, I truly just didn't understand it. To me, it was just like, Hey, so there's this opportunity for all of us to yeah. go to the beach and not pay for the hotel. How about we do it? And it's okay, so let's do it. And when you brought up the host thing, I was like, what do you mean? Everybody can, everybody's up for themselves. Like, I don't understand. You know, th- th- it was such a thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was funny. Um, so in that, I think, okay, I think you've gone a long way from that. I think so now. Too. I'm just more aware. Even yeah. though it's not, you know that, how do you say, in Spanish, it's como me nació, ¿sabes? So how do you say that in English? Like, it, it just grew in you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that it's the same. But yeah, it's, it's not, you felt like doing it. It's not inherently, it's not, what is it? Um, there's a word that I'm thinking about. I'm trying to translate. No, 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 not translate it. There, there's where, where you do, intrinsically. Yes. Yes. That is what I'm thinking about. It's not something that comes out of me intrinsically of like wanting to serve people mm-hmm. in a nice way, in a hosty way, in a homey yeah. way. Yeah. It's just, it's something I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, well, Anyway, to not get <laughs> sidetracked, um, right. that I think, because I was thinking about it as, I, I think it's going to be a challenge for you to do that, but not in a, I also don't want to fall yeah. into being a mom, yeah. that, both to my, my, my nephew and my niece, next or to my brother, day. yeah, because I was thinking, okay, I think, yeah, you're going to move with your brother and your sibling, your siblings, <laughs> <laughs> Paula always, always calls them my cousins. And then I'm like, my nephew? Uh, my niece? <laughs> She's like, yes. Um, where, because of that whole um, thing of you being the next matriarch and all of that, <laughs> um, I was just thinking, I mean, I don't know how hard or easy it might be to fall into that being a mom to your nephew, niece, and brother is going to be like, hmm. because your brother is older than you. So what? 
But at the same time, I feel like he's so, um, like, letting people handle the stuff other than, like, you can handle it. I, well, that's the thing. I think his history with my mom has been that my mom was very overprotective Mm -hmm. to a fault, especially in their relationship. Yeah. I think my other brother and myself got out of it sooner. Yeah. Um, so I think my brother just hasn't had the opportunity uh, because my mom was very controlling and is very controlling. <laughs> I just know how to judge it, but I don't think my brother learned how to judge it. Plus, I think there's some sort of, not guilt, but like, because in his very odd way he's very straight like like thinks from from the looks of him you wouldn't think this but he is very correct like like things need to be a certain way and he's very stubborn in that so if my mom says something it's like oh like you know it has to so this sort of kind of following orders Mm -hmm. thing he i think he has going on with my mom so I don't think he was ever very into challenging what my mom mm-hmm. said, which my other brother and myself did. Well, I don't think I challenged it. I, I just think I didn't care enough. <laughs> yeah. But, so I, I just think it's an interesting thing that we'll see how it plays out. I think it will be. I was scared. I, I was very worried. Very worried. Um, but I went to therapy and my therapist was like, she said it in a funny way, in an almost spiritual way of like that kind of thing where it's like things happen for a reason yeah. and, and you're being put in this position to work on something. And this is probably you and your brother are going to work on this and hopefully it'll be for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I think also my brother right now has a very good attitude about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He wants to like reinvent himself. That's cool. And he, the other day was asking me, he was saying, I'm, well, he was telling me he's going to need my help, mm-hmm. but he, he wants my help, I think, in guiding him towards the independence that I was very naturally given. Mm-hmm. Um since I was very young. So he was like, I, I want your help and I'm asking for your help. But in that help, I need you to not do things for me the way mom does. And I was like, that's cool. I am up for that. I do not want to do things for you. No. So that, that would be the recipe for disaster. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I think it's that kind of spiritual, everything is perfect kind of thing where it's like, I have what he needs. Um, and he probably has something that I need. Uh Um, so we're just gonna, I was very scared. That's what I was saying. And now I'm I'm trying to be more open-minded and open-hearted and be like, let's just do this. Because also in my journey Mm -hmm. of independence and shit, (laughs) I've wanted for years now, since I came back from the preserve, to be more, to be closer to my family. And in this matriarchy thing that we're sort of revealing, um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to help me in in this journey towards being closer to my family. So (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. But I'm cautious. I'm just like, I don't know. I like doing shit by myself. Cautiously excited? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's cool. Well, I think it's going to be an adventure for sure. Definitely. And there's, I don't know. You know, I was having this, just from my personal experience more than anything but I was having sort of this 
dread for you of like <laughs> imagining all the things that were going to be difficult or hard to do or um not to not be optimistic and not to say hey this is going to suck you know mm-hmm. why are you doing this but more like you know oh there's going to be all these things coming I'll be calling you and being like shit <laughs> you know or be like well you know what it wasn't that bad yeah or something um Do do you have any like a further thought right now in your mind because I had a question. I'm thinking you're having a more positive outlook than I kind of maybe would have or first saw. I I I I, I like my first reaction was the please I don't want to do this. <laughs> And my mom was very You know, I think it's where the passing the torch thing happened, where she was like, I know you're okay doing things by yourself kind of thing, and I know you could just go by yourself and find and whatever, but I'd rather you all go together Yeah, and, and you are there to guide them and help them. Sometimes I think my mom sees me like... And probably this is a thing parents do at some point, where they see their kids greater than they are. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Yeah. In a in a sense where I think my mom admires me in a lot of ways. Um, cute. Yeah, it is very cute, and I think it's because yeah, <laughs> this whole like independent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I'm very sen and stuff like that, um, I think she admires it. Um, so I think the torch thing conversation was a little bit like, I'm hoping you can guide them a little bit with your wisdom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so at the beginning I was being selfish, but it was sort of a defense mechanism because I am very zen because I keep a lot of things out of my, you know, personal reality bubble and like shit's happening out there, but I'm by myself, so I don't, yeah. I'm not involved. And now I'm gonna <laughs> be involved, so I don't know how easy it is to, it's gonna be to be as zen as I usually am. I just, I just thought that you're living a constant um, bubble of uh, denial. <laughs> In a sense. <laughs> I, like, I'm not denying yeah. that shit's happening. It's just not happening around me, yeah. which is it's easy. Uh, anyway. um, but yeah, that was my you first reaction. Question. Yeah. And now now I'm being open-minded and open-hearted. And my mantra is going to be that spiritual thing of, like, everything happens for a reason. Look at that. And getting wisdom out of it, hopefully. <laughs> um, it was just... If you have given it any deep thought as to what your experience of moving away will be, Jinx. Um, you know, because I, I don't know if we've been too um, outspoken about it, but right now I'm moving, but we're hoping that you yeah, know, you'll catch up pretty soon. Exactly. Um, In a few months. Well, I've thought about it a lot like um like uh going to Sweden 2.0 sort of thing. In what way? Like what's that? In the I'm going away by myself to this other place to do whatever the fuck I want. Uh isn't life great? <laughs> yeah. I think I've been listening to this oh this TikTok song thingy has come up so much in my Instagram yeah basically just Instagram um that has this song of like uh what is it like uh-huh. yeah fuck no I do what I want to <laughs> that one okay so so that I would know I'm not yet on TikTok no you you should it's a terrible idea And um, I'll take that. Well, you know, like I, I've been, and this is very Instagrammy. So it's it's highly curated, very biased. But I've been getting so many, like reels or whatever they're called, of mm-hmm. people hiking oh. in the Rockies. Oh, and I'm like, oh, 
I cannot wait I know. to we do that. Um, so that's been more most of my uh, wishful thinking. <laughs> right. Of like, oh yeah, going hiking and work. Yeah, working and living in a, a different city and um, having my own space and my place again. And, um, right. It's like such a different experience. Um, yours and mine, yeah. where I'm coming from being by myself yeah. for several years. It's like reverse. Yeah. And now, I mean, although, like, only a little bit, like for a little period of time, mm -hmm. because right now, yes, I'm going with um, the fam, but I'm only going to live with them for a few months. Yeah. Right. Like, that is the plan. We will see about that. Um, and... We're talking of like several years that I've lived alone and all the years that you've lived with your grandma and your brother and all of that. And right now you are going to separate from them. Finally. <laughs> so I, want, I guess there's not that many like dread pondering. <laughs> not even. Oh, yeah. I mean, could be, but not a lot of pondering about like the separation, the It's more of a not anxiety in a bad way, in like an anxious can't wait for this. To no, happen. it's more excitement than anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. it's. Um, I mean, there's a level. There's of course a high level of uncertainty, but it's does mostly, that worry you or is that like no? Exciting? It's more like we can do it. We nice. can do it. We can. Um, I was trying to think of a Hamilton song, but none of came to mind. Uh, you can rise up. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's more like that that feeling of um, adventure waits, and there's so much. And we'll figure it out. Too, and yes. So, I do, you know what I've thought a lot about, mm -hmm. and it's the organi organizing thing you said. Not here. I think we're just down in the kitchen. Yeah, we've mentioned the organizing the, thing. I think in the last pocket we did. Um. So yeah, the organizing mind thing have has been more like, oh, okay, I would need to take this and this and this and uh, like, where would the best way to do it be and what what kind of stuff do we need to do? I um, love doing that. Like, like I. I, when I've had this conversation a little bit with Pablo where he's trying to figure out like what's cool to go to and what program to do and stuff like that. And the other day I was doing research on like what car I would want to get and what bank I want to join and things like that. I was mm -hmm. telling him about this research thing. Um, and whenever I say stuff like that, he's like, oh, you're such a dork. Um <laughs> And I always want to help him with the organizing things yeah. and thoughts and that kind of stuff. So, like, I get, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just remembered my You know my what? Like, I think of it. Thingy, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think of it like window shopping. Yeah, it is a lot it is like such it. like window shopping. Like, because oh, yeah, maybe you're not necessarily getting that back or maybe you're not packing that thing. But it's like... Okay, I'm considering my options. I'm yeah. sure it would, would probably be better. I love it so much. Yes. And now I'm just remembering that window shopping was such a thing for us. Yeah. Like we used to do that a lot. Yeah, we did. That's so funny. I hadn't thought about that. We haven't done that in such a long time. We haven't gone window shopping in forever. Wow. This is like such a moment I'm having, right? such a realization I'm having right now. <laughs> Where I hadn't thought of window sh of, of the fact that we used to window shop a lot. Yeah. That was like a thing we would do. Yeah. I, I remember one of your ex-boyfriends being like, what is that about? Mm. Yeah. Stupid ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Well, on that note, Ugh. this is the last cup of tea we'll do together in a while. Hopefully not a long while. I mean, I'm just saying in the same room. Well, for sure. Definitely. For a, sometime. Yeah. Hopefully not that long time. Hopefully not that long. We will figure out the logistics of that. We will. I just wanted to Sorry. wrap up. Like, I guess this is your wrapping up. Yes, it is. I, I just wanted to bring out the whole road tripping thing. 
I'm gonna keep it under wraps though. It's like okay, okay. That thing okay. we could tease it. tease it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about road tripping. I was very inspired, and maybe that can be. I don't want to wreck something that I've wrecked before already, but um, I love your biscuits. And my red and link, which I've mentioned before. <laughs> so you should, if if you at all listen to one of their episodes, do their solo trips. They are one is hilarious, and the other one is really cool and funny and <laughs> inspiring. Okay. Okay. Well, one is hilarious because Link is just. Hilarious. hilarious and Rhett is very insightful and very I don't know he I, I like him I like on a personal level like I like his him. he has a crush like, I, I, apart from the crush it's not just a crush it's like when you actually like how someone is mm-hmm. you know like I don't see that I could be her friend his his friend <laughs> what did I say her her his yeah, no, he, his, he does have long hair, but his friend. Um, but I just like him as a person so much. Mm-hmm. Like, what as a human being. Yeah. Um, so those solo trip ones that have inspired an idea that I have. I am so excited. That's all I will say. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. To not jinx it. Yeah, we won't. We won't. But road tripping. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't wait! And I can't wait to do the episode where we talk about how we're already in Canada. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the one after this one where you talk to us about what you, what the trip was like. I am excited as well. And... Yeah. Oh wait, I want to say, like, I know. So, we always have our mics here. And... <laughs> I forgot mine because it's already packed in my suitcase and it's ready to yeah. go. Um, I don't know. I just, I I wanted to bring it up because I think it's so cute in a sense. Um, and I'm just very happy that we are going to keep keep doing this whole water, pine and water company and migrating it and making it happen we have so much work to do we We have so much work to do it's insane but i'm excited yeah me too and and it's like that kind of work that you are excited to do yeah that i'm looking forward to and it's not a chore which i really love so much i'm I, I love the fact that the work is not something dreadful. You know, yeah. that it's not something like, oh, I have to do this. Yeah, and I, you know, like, that's what, you know that thing? Well, I don't know if you know, but, like, Pablo is very anxious about yeah. finding a job that he loves. Mm-hmm. And because you and I are having this experience, I feel like it can be, like, it exists. Yeah. It is out there. And I know... Right now, we're not getting paid or anything, but we're—it's one of those sort of cliche things. Like, would you do? Would you be doing this if they didn't pay you? Yeah. And it's like, we are—we are doing this. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the hopes for sure that it will provide. It us will provide. Yeah, exactly. And not for the sake of providing us with money, but just so that we can really focus on this. Yeah. And yes, keep exactly. it going. And it's just because I do. Okay, if I have one fear at all about the Canada thing is that we might have too little time. Mm. Like if we, if we went, because we will have to get jobs and yeah. we will have to work to survive. Right, to survive. <laughs> so I do worry about not having enough time to do pockets and stuff. That's my one concern. Well, we will hustle yes. and we will make it. We are going to die. But it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be a legend. Jesus. All right. What is our recommendation besides the solo trips from Air Biscuits? Um, I don't know. I'm blank. I'm sorry. I 
I was thinking about that like 10 minutes ago and I said, oh shit, I have no recommendation for Jake. It's your turn. Ah, uh, Jesus. What is my recommendation? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there is something. Handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there is something. I mean, I, okay. I am very excited. <laughs> um, I bought um, this like travel kit bags uh -huh. pack um, for my suitcase. And it's making me so happy. Like an organizer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a pack of eight bags. And it's like for your clothes, for your underwear, for your socks, for shoes, for stuff. And it's 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 like feeding my um OCD. that's a joke in Spanish, yes. My OCD. <laughs> um but it's making me very happy. So I don't know. If there's people out there who are very organized and they haven't tried it, it I I will say well, what it's is making it? my day. Like, did you wear it on Amazon? Or yeah, I did. I got it on Amazon. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there is something that's sleeping my mind about a recommendation. Like a book? Like something? I can't think of it. A book? I don't know. Well, I don't know. But you can save it for next time. Sure. We will. We'll come back with more um, recommendations. Yes. I mean, I guess this is not a something that I can recommend, but in in the spirit of my open-mindedness and open-heartedness about the struggles that are ahead, I would recommend taking a step back from your worries about a future endeavor and just be open to what it may be. Nice track. Nice way to finish this episode. Yeah. So, share your thoughts with us on our, now I am sure about the hashtag. It's a podcast. <laughs> there you go. We got it. <laughs> um, and keep listening to Hamilton. For sure. <laughs> and we're still on that train, by the way, if you haven't noticed. Yes. By all the references we've been making in this episode. <laughs> um, and we will meet you for another cup of tea. From two countries next time. Oh! So excited. Thanks for sharing a cup of tea with us. Send us your comments using the hashtag ACODCAST and remember to subscribe to get fresh episodes every week.